Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. And here we go again. We've got the International Summer of Cricket is only a few days away. So it all starts on Friday at Eden Park between New Zealand and the West Indies. So tonight... On Swing from the Hip, we'll be looking at uh, the T20 squads uh, for the Black Caps and for the West Indies. And we'll also look at the ODI series uh, starting in Australia on Friday. That's between Australia and India. And so we've got uh, a couple of squads to look at there for the ODI series. Um, and we'll probably get a bit of time um, to look at the Plunkett Shield, just see where we've left off there as well. But... Uh, Joining me tonight is not our new normal cricket aficionados, but um, our normal rugby aficionado. Paul, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm on the show. Yeah. It's, on the show. it's been a while. Is it the first time? No, it's been a while. You, you're way back early days you've been on it. When we... I don't think so. I, think I might have produced it. I think I was at showing. But look, I've even converted the, I've converted the studio into a cricket studio. <laughs> well, I've still got my <laughs> I've still got my rugby flags up. <laughs> you are wearing your Aces cap. So I got my aces cap on exactly, absolutely, and my test and tag shirt just for sponsorship. Well, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Anywho, hey, how's your day been today? Ah, uh, not bad, not bad. I've broken down uh, all my uh, all my pallets, so I need to go get some more pallets. I've got two oh. more, uh, so I need to build up some pallets to break down. Yeah, so there we go, folks. Get free firewood from minus ten today. Go getting my uh, getting my pallet, free pallets from there to burn. But yes. And he's not talking um, about little pellets. He's talking about the big pellets that you put stuff on. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got some some of these this day in history stuff for you. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just going to throw to you. I was going to say, um, Paul's been able to have a bit of time to find some stuff from this day in history, which I've sort of flagged because I just don't have the time to prep anymore. But so let's, let's throw to Paul and uh, this day in history. Okay. Can you remember a test batsman? Oh, yeah, stay on with me. I, I, oh, okay, I, I discussed it with you. Not, not, not going to read it out. Oh, hang on, hang on. Who the, okay. um, officially the youngest Test batsman at the time um, was born on this day. He he played. Um, I mean, he was 15 years old and 124 days, um, and uh, he was also the youngest Test centurion at 17 years and 82 days. Who who do you think that was? It wasn't Sachin Tendulkar? No, it was not. No, no, I know because um, actually uh, I can't remember who it was, but actually that that uh, I did actually. Um, have that as uh, 
um, one of my facts um, on the show many moons ago. So, but um, no, I can't, it's all gone. I can't remember. I think Taz, Taz would know. Because he's, he's, yeah, he's, I was going to say, I was, I'm pretty sure it was a Pakistan player. Yeah, Mushtaq Mohammed. Um, ah. was, was was born on um well on the uh, not this day because it's not the uh it's the 22nd and it's what day what day is today 23rd um, yeah, yesterday so he's a day old already he's a day older than that already yeah <laughs> um in 2009 sachin tendulkar became the first man to break 30,000 international runs on the final day of the first test between india and sri lanka oh that's quite a good one hmm um, so yeah, that's a, that that was so that was there. Um, and um, on this day in history, the fifth tightest test result of all time was when New Zealand beat Pakistan by four runs in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, do oh, only two years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. And uh, so there was, um, I think there's one test at three, a test at two, and a test at one runs. That is. Oh, I see. You mean yes? Sorry. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. Um, yeah. I find it funny that the the home the home side look to have have it in the bag. The home side in Abu Dhabi. Well, okay, quite a long way from home with Pakistan at the time, but there you go. Oh, um, they've been a long way from home for a long time. So the series that they've just had against Zimbabwe is the first time that Pakistan's had a home series against anybody for a very long time. So. Uh, the uh, UAE had become a second home to them for a very for quite considerable amount of time in recent uh, in, re, in recent decade. <laughs> uh, and obviously, we uh, not obviously. I, I guess you mentioned on the show that uh, England are set to tour Pakistan for two T Twenty games um, next year ahead of the T Twenty yep. World Cup. Well, that'll be England's first time since Gatting did that to a Pakistani umpire. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's that's going to be happening. Uh, yeah, two years. I, I didn't realize there's only two. I knew they were going. I didn't realize there's only two games. Uh, yeah, just ahead of the T20, just ahead of the T20 World uh, Cup. Um, Alan Donald also became the first African to take 300 Test wickets um, during the first Test against New Zealand. Um, uh, back uh, back in back on the day. Um, yeah, so uh, a few interesting ones there. A few a few 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 key key milestones. Um, in that one, yeah, and not too many birthdays. Yes. We're trying to avoid that's birthdays. A, that's a, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, exactly. Everybody's got a birthday. <laughs> it, this is like it's funny. Just, just so people are aware, I mean, like, where we get the um, the information from, the stats from, or it's just like you just got screeds of these first class players having birthdays. It's like never heard of them. Never heard of them. <laughs> um, also, uh, this was um, uh, Viv Richards and Gordon Greenwich made their uh, debuts Just against India. Yep, in um, India this week. That That's was back right. in 1974, the year I was born. Wow. Yeah, it's an interesting one, that, actually. Um, the, the fact that Gordon Greenwich, you always sort of um, put Greenwich and Haynes together, and, and so you, you don't realise that Haynes actually came onto the scene and became a partnership with Gordon Greenwich quite a lot later um, in, the, in, in Gordon Greenwich's t- test career. But for me... As someone growing up, or it was not growing up, but being young and watching cricket in the late 70s and through the 80s, it's like Greenwich and Haynes were the, the, the best opening partnership uh, around sort of uh, for a long time. So, uh, yeah, but uh, Gordon Greenwich starting a long time before Desmond Haynes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that, that, that's uh, this week in history um, for us, this week, making your welcome return. 
make a welcome return. All right, go on and do some sport uh, cricket news then for the week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Well, um, did you know that uh, the USA cricket has a new home? No, um, I know someone that would have known that. Do you know who oh, knew, yeah. who would have known that? A regular viewer of the show, Simon. Simon knows that sort of fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, he's already he's already said that um, that uh, that he's, he's disappointed we're only having one one day international series this summer. Yep, um, that's, that already, is uh, yeah, in, in a jam packed in a jam packed calendar because it is quite a jam packed calendar. As soon as the West we have West Indies haven't even started. And I'm talking about them leaving, but as soon as the West Indies leaves, we're straight into Pakistan, Pakistan. Um, so uh, yeah, that's it's it's. It's quite a jam-packed calendar, but we don't get too many ODIs happening. What, what, what about this this thing then that the West Indies are going to be playing two games at the same time uh, during their tour? Ah, uh, look, it's um, yep. Yeah, well, it's um, it's happening in Australia too, actually. So while the ODI series is going on between Australia and India, there's a first-class game that India will be involved in as well. So I, I think it's just because they bought both teams, you know, with COVID with the COVID, um, have brought in extended squads. And, you know, you've you got to keep them um, up um, sharp, for want of a term. You, know, you, you don't want to have players that have been sitting around for three months and play minutes of a sport, do you? So um, it's it's you want to make sure that they've got game time and, and they're not getting splinters. Um, also, the fact is that within cricket, you've got the varied format. So you'll have players that will come over that don't play all formats, and, and you don't want them coming off cold um, when they start to play an international. So they've got the test matches coming up after the T20 for the West Indies. You want them to make sure that um, they've got a few run, you know, few minutes under their belt out in the middle. Um, yeah, uh, I wonder if it's, um, it disadva- makes a disadvantage to those players who do want to play both uh, both formats. Will they be able to? Uh, yeah, that, that, no, that's not a no, that's not an issue. It's more a case of the fact is that the guys that have only turned up, let's say, for the test matches, they're getting some game time. You won't you won't see anything detrimental, I don't believe, um, unless unless um, managers want to do some sort of rotation type policy. But the reality is, if they're coming here to win, who they'll just select whoever they believe is the best. Doesn't matter whether they've played already in T Twenty and ODIs, and then they're moving through to the, the test matches or whether they're just coming for the test matches, they will select for that format the best team that they can. I think, to yeah, tell I'm, you the I'm truth, the one area I'm where they'll... being old-fashioned here that it used to take time for players to adjust between the formats, whereas now oh. they do it so often that, yeah. Yeah, no, well, that's, that's something, and we'll get into this, actually, when we when talk about the, the Black Caps in particular, oh, and, and this will apply to some of the West Indies players. Um, but uh, Black Taps in particular haven't. Some of them haven't played any T Twenty since um, the CPL, um, so which is the Caribbean Premier League, and they've been playing first class cricket over here in New Zealand. So uh, that's you know four day format. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go in that first te- in first ODI. Uh, I'll just first get to the last format that's left. The 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 first T Twenty, um, with them not having played. Um, any of that format for some quite, quite some time, and even the warm-up game that's been played, uh, but with New Zealand Day was a effectively a first-class match, not a um, T20. Okay, well, they, they, well, they've, they've had a three, they have a three-day game, haven't they? 
um, down in Queenstown. Yeah, the first class game, yeah, yeah exactly. So, but uh, yeah, there's so no, not West Indies. All I mean, like there's obviously there's some key West Indian players that have come out of the IPL, as they have for the Black Caps as well. But um, uh, yeah, majority of the squad won't have played any T20 cricket from both sides. I feel uh, since the CPL, which is so, the yeah, Caribbean um, Premier League. And not all, not not all not all the Kiwi players were were over there either, either were they? No, it's not. I mean, there were some no, players not at all. Yep, yep. Some of them haven't played any T20 since um, the previous season. That was um, COVID affected. At least the West Indies will have played. They all they, they will all all have been in action. Well, in West Indies the West Indies have obviously had um, a couple of series actually, so uh, or at least one against England, which was about a month oh, yeah. ago, a month and a half ago. Um, yeah. They played the. Uh, test matches, ODIs, and T20s over there in England. So um, yeah, they 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 probably played a bit more. But to be honest, uh, even that was I don't think it makes much of a difference. It was so long ago. So back to what I was going to talk about, which was the uh, was what were you USA, talking about? As Simon says, um, USA are planning to be a test nation by 2030. Um, yeah, and uh, they have gone and uh, say bought themselves a, a stadium in um, the former Dallas baseball stadium. Is now the now apparently going to become the home of uh, USA cricket. So, um, yeah, so, well, uh, I, I was in America at the beginning of this year, and um, interestingly enough, there's um, there's universities are actually putting cricket grounds in. So, uh, the now the, the the college, the, the university, uh, there's a New Orleans that actually won the the college college trophy for the um, American football. Oh God, mine's gone blank. But anyway, um, they 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 are um putting a uh, a cricket oval in. Um, so it's quite surprising. It's I, I think there is a lot of expat Indians and even um um naturalised Indians. They're not talking red red American Indians type thing. I'm talking about from India that are living in America. So um the the the, the population base is there. Um, to actually build cricket teams in America. So, um, well, that was a loud truck. <laughs> but, yeah, the population base is there. So if it's a case of, I think, like quite a few sports really in America, because of their population base, they can actually get enough players for any sport if they do the planning and strategy and everything to make it happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. You say yeah, they've got a big enough population um, that could, that they could do it. Obviously, we wouldn't be talking about Americans. We talk about first first nation people. Uh, yeah, of course you would. Um, yeah, yeah. The uh, because where the um, uh, what I've quoted the word is anyway. Moving on. Um, so yeah, look, great, great. They've got a proper stadium, um, twenty million dollars stadium. Jeez, imagine. <laughs> and that was a few years back. Anyway, um, uh, Fakar Zaman is apparently out of the uh, New Zealand tour um, after developing COVID symptoms. Um, so he won't be coming over with Pakistan for the tour to uh, New Zealand. Um, yeah, I'll just take a step back. Sorry, Paul. And uh, Sorry, I mean, I, we just talked about the, uh, I mean, Indians from India, but, you know, English, West Indians, this, the cricket population in America is big. Um, so, yeah. Um, interesting with, uh, so moving on to what you've just mentioned, fuck as, as uh, um, oh, geez. As, um, it's, yeah, it's uh, interesting. Um, so he's come down with COVID, the COVID, um, and won't be coming. Big, big, big hit for Pakistan. Um. So yeah, so yeah. Apparently, while while they were uh, isolating in their hotel in Lahore before coming over, 
um, yeah, he got he, he uh, he's built up. So unfortunately, he's say he's going to miss out now. That'll be um, an extra test for the rest of the t- uh, team. Not test cricket, COVID tests. Well, <laughs> that's what, well, that's what happened in the previous times when um, uh, players have got ended up getting it. They just go and they they do a uh, a higher um, testing regime. To, um, to to make sure that the rest of the team hasn't picked it up. So they'll do a test, and then three days later, they'll retest. So generally, that's what's been happening. So it'll be interesting to see if anybody else does come um, as positive in a second round. And, and if yeah. they do, what the impact could be. Yeah, we'll have to see, see about that one. Yeah. Um, you're, you're talking about him be, that being an impact for Pakistan team. Apparently, he's only scored more than 25 runs once in international innings for the past, in the past two years. So not being... Um, not being very prolific. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just sort of, uh, I, I sort of, I think in the um, the, the PSL, um, I, I think he's been doing not too bad. So uh, that's, yeah, that's second, sort of just, second highest yeah. score in the PSL. Yeah, so I was sort of like looking at that or th- thinking back to that and sort of like in a bit of form at the moment, maybe able to reverse his international career. Um, they've not apparently named a replacement um, as uh, as yet. Um, the BBL, um, David Warner said he's not going to ever play in the BBL. Um, so he's not been uh, apparently he's not played for a number of years, um, and um, yeah, it was he's not expected to uh, to to play during his uh, international career. Basically, um, just on the I guess just time away from home there. Telling so uh, yeah, he said he's not uh, not expecting to take part in it. Apparently, which well, is a thing. that was one of the big selling points initially was that they, these sort of players would be available for BBL. But um, yeah, he's not played for a long time. It's it's it's, it's almost it's almost like um, our uh, Mitre Ten Cup over here in terms of rugby is the fact is that you've got those international players. I mean, we look we just mentioned before that we will go through um, the Australia India squads and, and that's starting on Friday as well. So. You know, you'll get the BBL starting, and you've got this international summer where David Warner's. We're talking of um, players involved in all formats of the game. There is one player that's involved in all formats of the game. Um, so T20s, ODIs, Test matches. He's one of the first names after the captain that go down on a piece of paper for Australia. So, um, and then obviously his um, international forays into things like the IPL. So, uh, yeah, I think. Uh, Two things there. Obviously, the international summer of cricket, and he's involved with the Australian international team. And then, put on top of that, is travelling around the world for um, for other tournaments. And then, if he gets does get an opportunity, he's going to put his feet up at home, isn't he, with a family? Yeah, and that's what he's. That's basically what he said. Is you do need a break. Um, I mean, you've got IPL, CPL, BBL, SPL. I mean, <laughs> um, P, um, Pakistan Premier the PPL. Uh, this, yeah, I mean, how many? Yeah, how many of these leagues can these players play in? Um, and I'll be honest, that's what switched me off from cricket was uh, the these players playing in all these different leagues and for different teams. Uh, just you just it just got confusing as to who who they're playing for this week. Um, yeah, I, I think that um, sort of um, fanaticism or fanatical a- a- aspect of the game disappears when you've got players playing for so many teams over a season. And it's just like, well, you're not really supporting a team, mm. if you know what I mean. Uh, you know, um, you, you, you'll support your local team and that's about it. And then it's hard to engage in a competition when you don't support a team. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Cycling as a sport I do follow um, there is people don't tend to support teams, they tend to support a rider. Um, I, w- I wonder if we're ever going to get to that stage with cricket is that actually people will support a player rather than necessarily supporting a team and then we'll, we'll support yeah. whatever team he's in while he's there and when he moves they'll, they'll, they'll change. Yeah. Um, so we'll see We'll see if that's... Um... We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah, Aaron says that, yeah, that's... Um, Cohill will Cohe will um will miss totally. missing, uh, yeah Cohe's missing because he's got his uh, kid on the way so he's got exemption to to um to to be with the wife and new um, wait, um expectant child um and that uh, that means that I don't think that he actually comes back even for, I'm not sure if he comes back for the test even um I'll just have a quick just gonna well, quickly. If he's got, if he's got to come and then, then spend fourteen days isolating, I mean, it'd be the end of the series by then. Series aren't that long well, anymore. Well, they, they, they've got they've got a four test match series to go uh, as well. So four. He wow, is okay. he is currently he is currently named in the squad um, for for us for India. Sorry for Australia. <laughs> uh, he is currently named in the squad, so it will be interesting to see. If he does make it back, because you say two weeks of quarantining for them once they get back, um, unless they get some sort of spe- special exemption, but I don't see that happening. No, not really. Um, Just putting back, put that back to where it was. Otherwise, I'll have a problem later. Uh, Aaron thinks that, that he's, he's going to miss the test already. Well, we'll uh, yep. so, so there you go. So yeah, he, he's basically um, won't be tra- traveling to Australia and getting a tan. The- <laughs> Um, so yeah, those are the key, uh, the the key ones for me. Um, as I say, it's uh, England warming up for one of their, their for their series. Uh, you've got India and Australia going as well. I mean, just uh, yeah, there's an awful lot of um, an yes. awful lot of cricket, cricket going on. I just I just saw that and it's like oh yes, I just saw that too. There's another new um, uh, T20 league starting off in Sri Lanka. Interesting one, this one because it's only got five teams in it. So. Um, you're not going to have a round every, or not that they have rounds anyway, really, when I mean, we look at the IPL, but um, you still sort of try to have that sort of uh, even amount of games, so you'll always have somebody um, taking a, a taking a back seat. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, just, just a couple of comments from both Simon and Aaron in the chat room. It's like, Friday, you're going to be, a, you're going to have, Sky Sport on one screen and Spark Sport on another screen while you're watching two games. And that's the case of, uh, yeah, how many people are going to be watching cricket in, in New Zealand? They will. There will be a big audience for the first game. And there's a good reason why there will be a big audience for the first game. Uh, the first T20 game is actually live on TV1, free to wear. Wow. So the yeah, first one is. The Stark, first, let's be, let's what's it, sorry? That's a good move by Stark. Oh, so, hey. yeah, look, initially, initially I saw that and I sort of thought, I didn't, uh, you, just, you just saw a um, snapshot and I thought, well, who's going to uh, um, subscribe to Spark Sport if everything's going to be free on um, on TV1? But it's actually just the first game of every series, for want of a term. So the first game of the T20, first game of the ODI, first of the Test match, I, I'm not sure about that, but that for all the teams coming to New Zealand. So it's obviously the um, the bait in the water to try and hook everybody in and then they're like oh I want to watch cricket I want to watch cricket I'd better sign up to Spark Sport yep 
get to get it free for the first X and then yeah, then hope people stay on kind of thing. Yeah, this, yeah, yep. this way, yeah, provide the first game free and people go on. Cool. Anyway, I'm we're 20 minutes in, so should we start the show? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> That's right. I was just reading another comment which was only only relevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, let's look at the let's move on and let's look at the uh, West Indian squad. Well, we'll look at a couple of key players in the West Indian squad, and um, there we have it. I'll, I'll scroll scroll through it so that you guys can can see who's coming along. But the first name on the list there, absolutely superstar of the game in my mind, is Kyron uh, Pollard. Um, you know, fantastic hitter of the ball, and and um, just in coming out fresh out of the IPL where he's a championship winning our IPL and he's going to be, we look forward to him sort of, well, I don't know, do we, as a, as a Black Caps fan, do I look forward to him putting a ball over the fence or do I look forward to getting uh, getting him as an early wicket? But look, he's in sensational form. He was finishing off for the Mumbai Indians very well. Um, even even in that last game here, he, he, I mean, the game was already won when he came in and he tried to finish it quickly, so it didn't really matter that he lost his wicket. But he's been finishing for the Mumbai Indians very well. Uh, they set up they set up at the top end of the innings very well, and then Kyron Pollard came along and finished it. And he started started off, got got his eye on and accelerated and accelerated a great and greater knot. So there's a, you know, he's named captain as well. So big name there um, right off the bat. To come along and see, and then straight underneath him, the sergeant major Sheldon Cottrell. Uh, be you know, he's one of their sort of. He just makes things happen. Is probably the best way to put it. Um, you wouldn't. He looks a bit innocuous when he comes along, but he picks up the wickets at crucial times. So um, between those two, I think there's they're quite two key players there at the top. That quite conveniently at the top of their page. <laughs> Better have a drink. A lot of work, yeah. So um, we go through this, yeah, and then going through Andre Fletcher, who um, did well in the CP and the CPL, um, and then just going down. I mean, actually, one name that's missing from that list, and, and oh my god, my mind's gone blank again. Um, I see the picture of him. Oh my god, the normal captain. People in the chat room, help me out. Who, Holder. Who is, Jason who Holder. Normal, Jason sorry? Holder. Jason, Jason Holder. Holder. Jason Holder. Yeah, name this thing from the T20 squad is Jason Holder. But um, as we scroll down, we've got Dwayne Bravo, but it's a lot withdrawn player. So obviously, uh, I'm not sure what's happened there, but uh, Dwayne Bravo unfortunately won't be uh, turning up. Uh, so it's a bit, bit, bit uh, frustrating there. So uh, Because, again, you want to see the top players coming along and Playing well, but one name that's sort of standing out there, Nicholas Puran, who um, who's done well again. Another player who's uh, done not too badly in the IPL. Which, when we talk about what we were talking about previously, players coming into this format of the game with um, not much match time. Yeah, the the West Indies looking pretty good with some of their pl- number of their players that have actually had good game time uh, in the IPL. Looking at, I mean, quite a few young players as well. I mean, Sheffran Rutherford is only twenty. Kimo Paul is only twenty. Yep. Um, Obi McCoy, twenty-one. Uh, Shimron Hetmer, twenty-one. I mean, there's 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 a um, O'Shane Thomas, twenty-one. There's a bunch of players there that the. Um, what are you reading? Twenty-three. Who's three? 
You need glasses. It's 23. Who is? O'Shane Thomas and Shimron Hitmeyer. Not, a, not, a, not, a, not on the one I'm looking at. <laughs> Look at the one I've put up. <laughs> I can't. That's, that's too small. <laughs> no, but anyway, no, it is a young squad. It is a young squad. And um, a lot of these players actually come through from um, an under-19 tournament. Not the pre the last one, obviously, but the, because that was just last year, I believe. Uh, the previous under-19 tournament where um, West, Indies, West Indies did very well. Um, so quite a lot of young players that have come through from that under-19 squad and coming up. Yeah, Aaron is just mentioning another one there. Um, Andre Russell also missing. Um, so a lot, lot um, falling on the shoulders of the, um, the likes of a Chiron Pollard and the uh, Sheldon Cottrell, who I, I mentioned before, but players that can stand up for the, in, that, in that situation. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I, 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 for some reason, I had a t the, the list up of the uh, tour to India, not the, not the tour to New Zealand, which is why um, which is why some of the names weren't uh, weren't matching and the ages definitely weren't. So what, I was looking at a list from two years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, hey, forgive you, you're helping out, so you've, we forgive you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, look, I mean, Shimron Hitmeyer is. Um, He's, he's he's a good player. Uh, he just got to deliver, and um, he's been having some good moments. So again, another opportunity here. He'll definitely get an opportunity uh, to, to to sort of uh, to to show his wares and uh, to to help the West Indies out with the younger brigade. And uh, just the name that I was going to mention, Andre Fletcher. Uh, you know, fantastic ability. So. Um, with the younger squad, those are the type that 32 years. He's one of the guys that's going to have to stand up um, in their in their top order. So we'll move on to uh, the New Zealand side. Now, with the New Zealand side squad, we've got uh, two T20 squads to look at. We've got we've got a squad for the first uh, two T20s, and then we've got a squad for the last last one. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't too sure. Uh, Aaron's just saying that uh, that pretty sure the West Indies won that under nineteen tournament, not la not last year, we um, the year before, because we knocked West Indies out um, in the last one. Um, so the the New Zealand under nineteen. So I'm pretty sure that they won the previous edition of the under nineteen tournament. So moving along to uh, the New Zealand T20 squad, and at the top we've got Tim Southey as the captain now. We've um, it's an Tim Southey's an interesting player when it comes to the Black Caps because a lot of fans sort of sort of think what's he still doing there? But when you actually go look at his stats and uh, look at his contribution, you, you understand then why he's still, what he's still doing there. But just it's sometimes at key moments he's sort of and that's what we remember, I suppose, as fans. He, he's he's gone for a few runs or you know he's he's let the side you know hasn't quite delivered what he should have done as the experienced player in the squad. And it's also interesting to look at when we think about how long Tim Southey's been around, he's still only 31. So, uh, yeah, rather rather interesting there. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Yep, uh, Paul's looked it up and they won in 2016. So those players would have come through from that four years ago with the under-19s and they're now 23. That's about roughly right for four years. Yeah, so India won it in New Zealand in 2018. And then Bangladesh beats India last year. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, in Japan. In Japan? Only, only every two years. 
in South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in, in, in South Africa. <laughs> yes. Um, now, the interesting name that we see on that list right under Tim Southey is Devin Conway. And um, I think there's a lot of New Zealand fans that are waiting to see um, how Devin Conway goes on the international stage. He's been lighting it up at first-class level and in the domestic scene. Um, unfortunately, with the COVID situation, he was going to make his, let's say, debut um, appearances in the black jersey in uh, Sri Lanka, but that tour ultimately got cancelled. Um, and so he's now had to wait until this series, uh, the home series, home and summer uh, cricket season. And so he'll be coming in. He's had some pretty good form coming leading into this at first class level. They've only, as I mentioned before, only been playing first class matches, four day matches in New Zealand. So, and he has um, played in that uh, warm up match against the West Indies. So it'll be interesting um, to see whether he's firstly selected for that first game. And if he is, I think everybody, there'll be high expectations. No pressure, son. Um, as the Kiwis look for you to deliver in, uh, um, with all the big talk that we've um, we've built up around you. And it is, to be fair, the fans that have built it up and the, the journalists and the fans that have built it up around them. <laughs> I mean, Devin's he's not the only um, debutant there. I mean, Kyle Jameson is also it's also his debut. Um, T20 well. level, at yep. t- at T20 level. He's played ODIs, international ODIs, and he's obviously played um, Test matches as well. <clears throat> so he's got a bit of um, he's, he's sort of been there and thereabouts. He's a, and the other thing is that he's basically uh, a regular for the Test matches really. And with the ODIs, they do do a bit of rotation to make sure they don't wear out the bowlers. So I think for Kyle. Uh, Jamison, it's um, m- m- be he- he'll be a bit more comfortable and a bit more at ease than say someone like Devin Conway. Um, but the, another name that we'll be looking forward to is um, you know breaking the speed radar is Lockie Ferguson, who um, on on the number of uh, games that he played in the IPL, he was actually leading the uh, table for the number of uh, balls over 150 k's. So you know we'll be looking forward to. That uh, and and any little slot, Eden Park first game, any bit of wood that misses the wicketkeeper is going through to the boundary for four because nobody's going to cut that ball off with the short boundaries right behind the wicketkeeper and even possibly going through for a six because they're so short. So uh, the faster they come, the the faster they go. They say, and Lockie will be want to make sure that if he's hitting wood, it's the uh, three sticks behind the batsman, not the one stick that he's holding. Um, moving so down. Have, yep. Have, have we explained why, why there's a different squad for the first two and the, the last one yet? Or do you want me to do that? Uh, basically, no, no, go for it. Go for it. I, I was going to come to it, but no, go for it. Yeah, so, so Tim Southey, Ross Taylor and Carl Jameson um, uh, will depart to go to the uh, to join the test squad. And that's why they're going to miss that last game. And they'll be replaced by Doug Bracewell, Scott... Kugeline. 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 That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you told me to, to spell Kugeline, I would not get anywhere near that. But then again, I'm just like, well, hey, if I asked you to spell Clinethley, you wouldn't put how many L's in it. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, look, um, just another name that, again, the names that are popping up, names that are actually um, delivered at. Um, 
international level already. Daryl Mitchell, uh, look forward to him. He's he's been doing he's moved from Northern down to Canterbury, so he's been doing really well already down there. Um, but uh, looking forward to seeing him uh, carry on that success at that international level in the T20s. Underrated, hugely underrated player in my books. Okay, I've got to stop us here for this fantastic nugget that's, that, that Simon's put in the uh, that's put in the live chat here. Um, apparently, Japan actually played in the Under Twenty Nineteen Cricket World Cup due to Papua New Guinea team shoplifting in Tokyo and got this. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Um, <laughs> so that's that exactly that it was exactly that moment that I was thinking about that, that caught my mind. That's what I was yeah. thinking about absolutely. <laughs> So, yep, as, as um, Paul's alluded to, there was the uh, th- third one, and there's Doug Bracewell there um, that pops in, and he replaces Kyle, Kyle Jamison. I keep wanting to say Kylie. Kyle Jamison. <laughs> yep. This is like, as Aaron says, another Mitchell on a journey. Um, it's uh, it's Daryl Mitchell, just in case that people aren't aware, is actually the son of John Mitchell, ex-All Black and uh, All Black coach. So that's um that's basically the uh, Black Caps squad and um for for the game this week and the West Indies squad. We don't is know it, who's actually been selected at this point. Teams will come out later it, in the week. Is it really worth adding three players just for one game at the end there? No. Okay. I was going. Okay, I think it, I was getting... is, is the squad. I mean, is the squad big enough to to put a team out without them? And if so, what's the point in adding them? I guess. Let's 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 hang on. I'll just screen squeeze my screen down a little bit more and go two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven, uh, ten, twelve, thirteen. So you've got two spare players, and yeah, to be fair, you probably you do want to okay. if you're taking you're taking three out, you probably do want to add. Uh, sorry, two out, three out, whatever it is. Um, you want to, because two two things there. If conditions are um, depending on what the conditions are, are, they fast and bouncy. Is it dry? Um, are you going to take the extra spin option or are you going to take the extra fast bowling option? And that gives you that flexibility to make that decision on the morning of the game or the day, you know, day of the game, so to speak. So, yeah, look, um, you really are travelling generally with them. Make make sure, whether whatever format it is, you, you, you're, you're whittling it down to a, um, a squad of 13 that you're selecting your match day 11 from. Yeah, it's a, why, not have the, why not have 16 for the first two and then drop to 13 for that last one? Oh, absolutely. So it just seems strange to bring in that last one. Let's face it. The reality of the situation is this. Most likely, the three that are going to join for that last one are already going to be there and from the first one. Yep. And if they're not from the first one, definitely from the second one, because both the second and third T20s are both at Mount Monganui. And they are one day after each other. Which really seems like, why are you pulling these players a day early? Um, they 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 might get involved in the warm in. Um, I mean, they're not going to play until the third. Um, so does that does that one day make that much difference? I don't know. That seems yeah. A bit yeah. Look, I mean, it, obviously, with other sports, we've been talking about that recently as well. So, and it's, it's it does sort of like you left as a supporter fan when you look at these things and you're left scratching your head as to what what the rationale and what the logic is behind doing these sorts of things. And also holding a first-class game from the 3rd to the 6th of December at the same time as the Test match from the 3rd to the 7th of December. So that first-class game will be mainly playing played by... Well, the Test match is on. 
<laughs> well, it's played played while the test match is on. So surely, if the West Indies are putting a West Indies A out, um, they're going to have uh, probably a lot of their T Twenty guys guys playing in that. Yep. Rather than having actually, brought two two test teams, I'm just wondering: is it clear? I'll just go to the fixtures list, which you're obviously at. Yep. Um, it's clear that it's, it's New Zealand A versus West Indies A. For the right. Okay. It is. Yeah. See, that's 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 just a bizarre court. That's a bizarre one. That is. And yeah. Unless it's just, again, coming back to what I said way earlier in the show in terms of just making sure that the players are um, uh, used to the playing, you know, that format of the game. But then we haven't had any T20 warm-up games. And having a, a test warm-up game during the test match seems yeah. a bit... I, maybe it is a matter of, look, you've brought these T20 guys over. Why have them just play three days' worth of cricket for on a... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's give them some game time. Considering they had like, two weeks... Two weeks of um, isolation, quarantining, in which they weren't allowed to talk to the other 10 people and have their meals together. So now we'll give you some game time. <laughs> and, and it is also in Mount Monganui again. So it's in the same place as the as the two T20s. But yeah, it's, it's just yeah, a, it's a, yeah, a first-class game played by T20. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't disagree with you on that one. Well, anyway, so... Um, I, I suppose we'll uh, we'll have a look at those we'll, by the time we get back um, next Monday, and hopefully we'll have our um, key analyst guys available um, so they can actually break down what happened, uh, but better than what we can, April. Eh, um, in it's terms of the insights I've been given, giving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But but, technique, but the technique of the players, even I, I, even I'm sort of astounded by the knowledge of the guys when they talk about the technique of the batsman. It's just like what, what, is, what? Didn't even think of that. No, they are. Yes, they they, they are very knowledgeable. That is very. <laughs> so it's like um, break it down on Monday. We'll have three T20s to talk about. And and speaking of three T20s, we'll also have a few one days, a couple of one days to talk about as well. Which we'll move on to now. Um, with the Australia and India. Um, so just bringing up the Australian squad, I don't think there's too many surprises um, in the Australian squad there. Aaron Finch is a captain once again. Pretty much the same squad that went to England to play the three ODIs and three T20s uh, earlier in the year as well, where they actually did, um, I, did I thought personally, su um, surprisingly better than I expected them to. But uh, just moving down the list, as I said, the usual um, sort of um, names that we've come used to seeing. Uh, Pat Cummins, uh, who will uh, obviously be spearheading the attack as well and um, just be a case of who they throw out. I mean, they'll, they, they obviously rotate. They definitely rotate their bowlers around. Um, they've, got a, they've got a test match series, four tests against India later on. So they'll be looking at making sure they're looking after their bowling stocks. Uh, so again, the Hazelwoods and the Cummins, and we got Starks. We're going to be um, get rot rotated with the Andrew Ties, etc. Um, the interesting one for me will be Marcus Stoinis, who will uh, will he make it through the Test match squads because he's obviously favoured in the ODIs and the T20s, and he's come into a bit of form late in the IPL. So he'll be looking to carry that on into the uh, ODIs against the uh, Little Indians. The um, uh, I'm trying to check. I've got the right squad here before it starts uh, making. <laughs> Not the one from 1974. Yes. 
Apparently, apparently there, are, there are five uncapped players in the uh, 17-man test group to play India. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there are some names. I've had a couple of players um, that have uh, had some really good first-class um, start to the season. Uh, and... And, and they're really looking the border and there's there's a the names escaping me at the moment but um uh yeah the, they'll they've got a few players that have really broken into the scene and had a really successful start uh to the season but uh we'll look at those sorry yeah paul oh sorry you're not looking at you don't want me to, to mention them oh i did go for it we'll, we'll we'll look at the squads again anyway before the test but yeah that's the one will Pukovski. Exactly, Will Pervert, Kurgoski, and Cameron Green, um, uh, along with Boone, Hughes, and Border. Apparently, no, that's not that, that, that's that, that's the wrong list. No, along <laughs> with, uh, Mitchell Sweepson, um, yeah, and uh, senior rounders Michael um, Naser and uh, Sean Abbott. Apparently, also in there as well. Yeah, uh, but the um, it's the the one that Matthews mentioned is uh, Will Puskowski. I'll say yep. that, that, that we'll get it right when we hear the commentators say it eventually. But um, he's the one that's been absolutely tearing it up in the Sheffield Shield over there. Uh, I, I, and he scored multiple hundreds, and I think he might have even um, got a double hundred as well uh, in the oh, lead up. Oh, so you're, 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 you're bigging him down here. Double century, successive double centuries. Uh, successive double centuries. There you go. There you go. Yep. Basically, not only just putting his hand up, but basically jumping into the team himself. <laughs> yes, get out of the way, I'm coming through. Um. Yeah, that's it. Um, I think, you know, it's interesting, though, because, I mean, I, I said you've got the squad. Is Labashane's in the squad there, in the test squad as well, I'm, I'm guessing? Um, so Tim Payne, Sean Abbott, Joe Burns, Pat Cummings, Cameron Green, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, um, Manus Lebrowski, Nebraska, um, Nathan Leon, Michael Nazer, James Patterson, Will Pogowski, um, who is a, apparently an American Irish American cop, um, Steve Smith, um, Mitchell Stark, uh, Mitchell Sweepson, Matthew Wade, and David Warner. Oh, right. Okay. So you want to? Was it? Um, but did you see a name Manus? Did you see the name Manus there? Manus Lubbershine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're actually the discussion is whether um, Will will take. I'll just say Will uh, will uh, take his position now. He's been one of the fines for Australia in the last year or so. He's been absolutely amazing at that international level. So um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Matthew, a bit surprised Marcus Harris didn't get picked, um, but there we go. Yeah, un unfortunately, I, that's a name that's not familiar to me, so I can't really comment on it. Um, he isn't. He's in the A squad. Um, but not in the test squad. Not in the test squad. Yep, sure. Yeah, so uh, moving uh, on to just sort of like, well, just I think uh, nothing else more to say there. Um, uh, moving on to the Indian squad and really uh, Virat Kohli there at the top of the list. But um, as we know, he's actually on his way home, already home, awaiting the arrival of his first kid. So, um, but in saying that, we look at those, let's look at these names here. The first three on the right-hand column and then the second one under uh, Virat Kohli, names that have just been absolutely ripping it up in the IPL. In fact, even Chahal in the, as a bowler, um, just under him, you got Sharice Ayer. So K, KL Rahul, who was at the top of the batting um, list, 
for the IPR runs. He's uh, got 690-odd runs. He was 70-odd runs clear of the next closest. Jasper Bumra, who was second only to um, uh, Rabada on the bowling wickets taken. Uh, and even his, and his economy rate, uh, this is IPL, obviously, at T20, and we're talking ODIs, but um, his economy rate was 6.7 in, in an IPL, or, or around the six mark anyway. And it's just like, it's phenomenal uh, for... For, for for a T20 game. Shikha Darwin, who, um, again, it'll be interesting to see how he goes in Australia. Uh, likes to swing the bat a bit. so um, But again, has had a very good IPL. But um, yeah, and then backed up by Sharis Ayer, who's really came into it as captain of his squad as well. Mohamed Sami, who came in late, um, started to uh, put in some good performances. Again, very economical. So... Yeah, look, um, I, I think it is ODI, and all these players have been playing T20 or first-class cricket, so a little bit different, but I think it's going to be an absolute cracking competition. It'll just be a case of, has have the Indians had enough time to get used to the bouncy Australian pitches? Now, just to, we talked about acclimatisation with New, within New Zealand, but going to Australia is just so much more different because of those bouncier pitches. I don't... I don't know if you go anywhere else in the world to get pitches as bouncy as the ones you get in Australia. And I mean, that's you say, they've been playing in um, the UAE. Uh, I'm not quite sure what their pitches are like. Well, I've not I've got, I've got a clue um, what their pitches are like. But yeah, as you say, it's got, I'd expect to be very different to, uh, yep. to to playing in Australia. It actually will definitely come down to, um, you know, whether they've adjusted, I think, will be a big factor in that, you know, especially with the 50-over match. Um, you, yeah, it's going to be interesting, put it that way. In saying that, they've got the bowling stocks to be able to compete with Australia now, which we've seen on the previous tours that they've had. So, yeah, interesting, Aaron, saying that Shikadawan has a house in Brisbane, lives there six months. So, uh, yeah, well, he acclimatised okay. It's whether he's used to the batting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, not much more we can say there about that. A um, couple of players that are sort of like, again, put their hands up um, during uh, um, IPL. Sanju Sampson um, had a pretty good IPL as well. So there's quite a few players within that Indian squad that will be looking to transfer their form that they've shown in IPL. And, and you've got to say that IPL competition is pretty, you know, with international players coming in, it's sort of uh, quite a competitive competition uh, for repetitive uh, bit of alliteration there. But um, it's so it's now time to say, hey, we're doing it at that level. We've got to um, duplicate that for for our national team as well. The um, and as you say, you got also we have the, um, the uh, England's tour to South Africa. Also, uh, their t- their T20s kick off on on Friday. As well, no, see, I'll be honest with you. That is one that I've totally missed. Um, so currently, we've had Team Butler versus Team Morgan, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> and Team Butler won by fifty runs in that one uh, in a in a, a forty over game as a practice match. So an inter squad game down there in um, uh, in Newlands. Uh, the um, you know, they, it looks like they've got a couple of other uh, sort of inter squad matches um, to as, as warm ups. Um, but yeah, the, the first T the first T twenty is on the 29th, the twenty seventh, sorry, which is Friday. Then they play Sunday, uh, and then 
Tuesday um, in uh, so Newlands, then uh, Boland Park, then uh, back back to Newlands again for those before they have what three one day internationals uh, after that on the fourth, uh, sixth, and 9th of December. So lots, of, yeah, I mean lots of T twenty action coming up this weekend uh, across multiple. Um, yeah, yeah. There's three, there's three, plenty three, of international three. cricket, plenty of international cricket, and like you got, I mean, the, England will be going to South Africa on a, a pretty much on a big high. Um, they've they've been winning well at home um, consistently. They did very well in the, all the series that they played um, in their in their summer. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, they'll be going, as I say, to South Africa. With confidence, you've got Jofra Archer, who's been, again, at a great IPL. So, um, you know, Chris Jordan, who I believe was in playing in the PSL. I might have there. I'm not sure about that. But um, and then players that have been doing just, you know, in the last 12 months, doing so well. Uh, ben Stokes, player that, you know, is one of those players that has become um, a player that really um, everybody likes to watch. Um, as long as they're not playing their own country. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of those players is, is like, yeah, do do well. We love watching you play and how you play the game, just not against us that type type player. And um, it, it'll be good. It'll be interesting to see how they go in South Africa. There's that interesting thing we've always talked about recent times, the um, that, that, that uh, isolation, the quarantining process and, and the effects that that can have on a touring squad, throw in the fact that they've actually gone to South Africa, who haven't got COVID under control. So you you're now gone to a place, play in a place where, yeah, sure you've gone through the quarantining process, but you also know that hey, um, we want to stick to our bubble, because, yeah. Well, I mean, to, to, to be fair, I'm not sure England's got it under, had it under control either. To be honest. Well, but but but, uh, but at the time at the time that the um, the the summer series went on. The, the, the England hadn't exploded at that time. So, you know, and, and so touring teams didn't really, weren't sort of thinking about, oh, we've got to make sure we don't mix with mingle with the natives. No, I, I mean, just, I think if you, as, as a as a black cap going off to, over to play in South Africa or, or, or the UK, I would be thinking, actually, I'm, I'm, I'll stay home. Thank you very much. It, it's, um, whereas if you're leaving from England to go somewhere else or leaving from South Africa to go somewhere else, uh, hey, whether you're at home, whether you're abroad, it's equal. It's equally a mess at the moment. But right. it's, mm. it's, what, it's what I was kind of th- referring to. But um, yeah, interesting. Any players like Joffrey Archer, Ben Stokes in the T20 side, but not in the ODI side. Um, so about four or five changes, I think, was there between the two. Um, yeah, that's between- it. I, I, yeah, that'll be an interesting one to tell you the truth because I mean, like, are they doing a quarantine process in South Africa? We don't actually know that, do we? We'd assume they, that there's some sort of... Well, actually, no. Why would we assume that? They must... Well, whether they have to quarantine... No, or because not, I'm sort of thinking about our, 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 you know, our friends in America. There's no quarantining process in America. Oh, sure. I'm, 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 I say whether, whether they have to quarantine or not, I don't know. But I'm sure they will have their own bubble to try and keep themselves healthy so they can play the test matches. A bit like the NBA stayed healthy and had a bubble. Um, yeah. Yep. So I expect them to have a bubble, but they may not... Um, as you say, they may not be having to, to quarantine as such yeah interesting i mean just aaron's comments in terms of um it's interesting that uh south africa is actually um you know get, playing the, the the series because they haven't actually had a lot of domestic cricket if any at all so going along with the sport their other sporting teams i would say they're going in rather underprepared 
again, um, one of these things of look in, in these times, get what sport you can. I think. Yeah, well, that's, 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 that's absolutely. I think so. And and also, I, I actually my my view on this whole um, current sporting environment is is it's not about the sport or, or winning or losing. It's actually putting on some sport so that the rest of the world has got something to watch and normality is sort of coming back. So you're actually doing a service beyond your sport, basically, by playing this and trying to do it some level of normal within within the confines of what rules there are as well, obviously. So um, so I, I sort of, that's what I sort of, way I view it. It's just like, it doesn't matter what sport it is. It's just basically, if we didn't, you know, sport's such a big part of the globe, of the world. People, most people watch some sport, you know, we're not just talking about cricket here, you know, their favourite sport. So to take that away, if we didn't have any sport to watch, there would be a massive void um, that would make living a normal life quite diff- interesting, put it that way. I'll say it that way, I suppose. I think people get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, when we had lockdown here in um, uh, in New Zealand, one of the things that that's going to help the both of us was the mm. fact we stood this, we stood up this new, new, um, uh, new Zealand sport radio, uh, and we talked about sport every single day. Um, and we have talked about sport every single day for the past 236 days. Um, so uh, we've done it for a long time now, uh, and that helped us with our sanity um, during that time. Yep, I um, think so. Yep. The um, Aaron, it is the wrong show for it, but we could we, we, we could held down a very, very quick rabbit hole. Um, he's saying that so the Springboks should have been told that. Yes, but the, they do have their own Super Rugby going on at the moment, which I think is one of the reasons they also didn't come. Um, so they've got their own competition that they want to play and provide to their fans locally. Um, the talking... Um, I thought we'd better just go quickly over the um, South African squad too. Um, sorry. Just, just continue on, on, your, on, yep. your, on your sort of bubble thing. Um, is One of the things about all, all, all sports people is they have to be... Um, selfish. Everything has to be about them and their performance. And, that, and that, that support has come from their family, from their friends, from everything else. And they have to focus 100% on their sport um, or about 95%. They're allowed 5% to actually have a life. But the majority of their focus has to be on what they do um, as a sports person, which is why where some of them have been sort of going home and going, oh, wow, is this how you cook? And things like that. Um, because that's all done for them normally. But during lockdown, they, they, these sort of things are, are things that they've actually had time to do um but they have to focus entirely on it to perform at the level that they do because if they don't somebody else will and that other person will beat them okay yeah um so yeah so it does have to be if so it is a very selfish existence uh whilst you're a sports person and a lot of them level sports like, people yep absolutely they have to give back out afterwards it's very difficult to be in that zone if you're worried about your loved ones if you're Friends and family are sick or losing their jobs or etc. Um, one of the things that we've that um, <coughs> Arsenal will know because he's seen the um, the interview from uh, from one of the local rugby teams here in New Zealand. Uh, you can tell that that those distractions are taking their impact on sporting people. Um, the so it is one of those um, things. Um, look, Paul, you mean like the rest of us who work? No, I don't think we we don't concentrate on our jobs. And focus on our jobs to the same extent as they as sports people do just on sport they uh, we can 
uh, have a few beers. Yeah, the evening. focus is different. Focus uh, is absolutely we, different. We 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 can we can relax our focus. We don't have to. Um, yeah. So I, I do. So yeah. So so it is. Uh, yeah. That, that 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 is one of the things that I think is you, you'll see different players, uh, different sports people, who have been able to shut those things out. Or, aren't, or don't have such such troubling things happening outside, who will be overperforming at the moment. And other players or other people who you think they're, they're not performing very well at the moment, why not? It's probably because of distractions outside of sport um, as well. We do focus yeah, on our jobs. We don't focus on our jobs 24-7. Uh, and as a sports person, you have to focus on your sport 24-7 for your body to be ready to... If, if you're well, not I, I think, I think it's, become more, it's become more of a modern phenomenon too. And the fact is that, you know... It means so much more when you're a top-level sports person now because of the dollars involved as well. And if you give a if you give someone else um, an opportunity, that could be the end of your career. So you've got to stay on top of your game all the time. You've got to make sure you. And that's where you know some of the young young people that come early in the early years into professional sport don't get that, do they? I know we talked about that last night in terms of one of our other shows. In terms of they'll make mistakes in terms of you know. Having the big night out before practice type thing is what we were talking about the other night, and that's the type of mistake that you can't make as a professional because you 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 get left out of for one game for disciplinary reasons. The guy coming in might cement his position in that squad, so you got to yeah, stay focused yeah. all the time. You, you have the guys who aren't quite as talented, who have had to work all their time, and they actually get to the end of their careers and go, "I had no life. Where did my life go?" Um, as well, so you have the flip side of that as well. The other people who yeah, absolutely have been entirely focused on it and that's all they do they, and they literally you ask them okay what is happening outside of your, your bubble and they're like sorry i can't make political comments because i literally don't know all i do is get on my bike and cycle and my entire <laughs> life, i want to ride my bicycle <laughs> my entire life is about how many calories i put into my body uh and either resting or cycling that's all yeah, i do um just, so, yeah yeah, but just as look, so what Aaron's saying that we don't focus on it. We focus on our jobs, but we also at times go, "Oh, screw that! I can't be asked doing that." And I know yeah. he can't argue with that because I know he's done it. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, we've all done that in terms of, um, oh, ah, uh, that can wait till tomorrow, or, um, you know, yeah, I'm just not dealing with that. And it can't now. Nah, you can go talk to somebody else. I don't care. Um, as a top level sports person, you can't do that. Right, uh, I mean, they're in a different sense, but they can't. They can't just fob some something in their life that's not quite right. They have to fix it because that will impact their performance. Yeah, I mean, they are one of fifteen people. If you talk about an all black kind of thing in in this country, there's more than fifteen people at your level doing your job. Jack, for most people, right? We yeah. are even. If oh, no, but look, let, let's let's not worry about the numbers side of it. At the end of the day, we can actually make that call. As a ah, I can't be asked at that, you know, like. Yeah, if we we've got a customer or somebody and we're doing well enough, we can say, "Nah, can't be us dealing with that person." Um, sorry, sorry, but you were, you're going to touch on the South African squad, but yeah, so, yep. so yeah, so, 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 I think think in the South African yeah. squad, and one name in particular, um, who um, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll blow it up. There we go. Oh, anyway, I can read it. Oh, nice. There we go. Can you see it? And Anrik yeah. uh, Norche is like um, absolutely. Again, and one of the 150-plus bowlers, and the amount of 150 balls that he sent down in the IPL was just absolutely massive. Um, so, um, and, and he was at the top of the tables as well in terms of uh, bowling performance. So 
that's one player that 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 battle between him and Archer could be quite quite a fun and interesting one to watch as well. So that's just one name that we definitely wanted to sort of call on. Um, I was just saying there we got obviously the guy that finished at the top of the table for of the IPL in terms of wickets taken. And uh, not too badly in the uh, economy rates, not a little bit higher, but uh, than say Boomer did. But Rabada, Kagiso uh, Rabada, um, is really sort of uh, sort of uh, again a world class performer. So that'll be interesting to see how they how England go against Rabada and against Nocha. Um and that and obviously coming back the other way, we're going to have Archer. Um, coming back at the South Africans. I think the South Africans, to be honest, looking a bit light in the old batting side of things. Um, unless they can sort of talk to maybe, uh, I mean, the cock did well in the IPL. Faf Duplessis started off really well in the IPL, but then started didn't quite get that success and might have been because of the way the team was performing that it was in um, towards the back end of the IPL. Um, maybe they can talk to um, AB and see if he's uh, might be able to um, come out of retirement when and he's, he's just finished playing in the IPL as well. Yep. yep. And now, Aaron, Aaron, you, get, you think Safka, good, good on the bowling side, going to struggle on the batting side? Struggling yeah. on the batting side, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I wonder, actually, I, I, is, is one of the reasons that you've got your Joffrey Archers and your Ben Stokes aren't playing in the ODIs, is it because they've had the the, um, the CPL, the IPL, they've had that England summer, but they actually just need a break. Um, no, well, I, I don't think so because I mean, they, I mean, they didn't play in the CPL. I don't believe I, I, because the CPL was going on when the um, tours to England were happening. So I don't think they were involved in that. Um, could be a bit of that. Could be a bit of that. But then, you know, sort of what we talked about before is that you know, if they have gone over to us, um, South Africa, you're living in bubbles. You've got extended squads. Maybe that's a factor. Just giving everybody a run. Um, yep. I mean, you have got the um, oh my god, the two twins, Sam, yeah, Sam, Sam and, Tom, and, and Tom Curran are both there. Curran, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, and they really have stepped up in the over the winter of I call it our winter, the English summer, they're, they're performing really well, so they've got depth, um, to be able to replace those two with. I think Ben Stokes, the, the issue that they have, I don't think he has replaced Ben Stokes, um. Yeah, Ben Stokes was in New Zealand for a while. We'll come to that in a sec. Um, you don't replace Ben Stokes because of his ability with bat and ball. A sort of, you know, generally with an all-rounder, it's like this one, one stronger than the other sort of thing. Ben Stokes, both of his abilities with bat and ball, I feel, uh, um, you know, he, he could be easily a a, a, um, a third choice, second choice um, seamer in, in the England team. And he could easily be the number five, number four, number five batter in the England team, just on those disciplines alone. And we've seen that happen where he's been selected for batting only in the English team. Um, yeah, saying what Aaron's saying, Ben Stokes spent a considerable amount of time um, while the series was going on in the UK, in New Zealand, obviously with his um, ill father. So it's not like he's played too much. So, yeah, not who knows what's going through the mind of the management. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. That's about it, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Happy days. I mean, we didn't quite get onto the Plunkett Shield, but um, just quickly, briefly go on to that. We've got Canterbury at the top um, and then Northern in second place, followed by one point behind in Auckland. So top three there. That'll resume in the uh, last couple of months of our summer. 
um, uh, with another round there. So um, in the meantime, we'll see some Super Smash and uh, Ford Trophy coming to replace that. So we'll talk about that as the results started coming happening there. Yeah, Aaron saying maybe resting for the Ashes. I'm not sure when the Ashes is coming up. Uh, if we just quickly, before we split, see if anything's there. Australia. Um, yeah, it looks like there's a de decent enough gap between... Um, oops. Oh, you did that. Sorry, you did that. Oh, yep. While, while, you're, while you're talking about, uh, while you're talking about uh, when the ashes is. Yeah, no, I, don't, I just said I, I'm not sure when the uh, ashes is actually. So um, whether yeah, I'm sure you'll get enough rest time between now and the ashes. Cool. There is a pretty crowded. I think because of COVID, the, the, the schedule has become a little bit crowded. We've got a, quite a few. Um, uh, world tournaments that are going to be back-to-back. -back. Um, IPL starts again in May, I think it is. And then you've got the um, ODI, um, the T20 World Cup, which will be in India. And then there'll be a T20 World Cup in Australia as well. Um, so 2022 sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, not sure when the... Uh, yeah, this maybe resting is an element of it. And, and obviously, the, 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 the important cricket tournament of the... Uh, in, in, in world cricket... Kumu managed to beat Sir Cornwall um, as well at the weekend. So congratulations, Kumu. Outright, outright, which is quite an achievement in two-day cricket. Okay. We, well, you've got to bowl a team out twice in two days of cricket. Oh, so there was no – no that, that means when he says outright, there was no uh, sporting declarations then? Um, no, there were just really low scores. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there could have been sporting declarations as well. Actually, no, there wouldn't have been a sporting declaration in that one. Not just because I know the scores, um, so there wasn't a requirement for sporting declarations. <laughs> but you could have if you 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 in the in those two day games in club cricket, you don't really have sporting declarations. What you generally have is a um, an aggressive declaration because you sort of think, hmm. We've, 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 uh, we could, we could, if we declare now, there's a chance we could bowl these guys out again for, um, for less than what we've scored, or we could have, um, 30 or 40 runs to try and get quickly. That's fortune declarations. I see. Okay. But that's enough. Yeah. I suppose we better close the show out. And, uh, yeah, my voice is about to go. <laughs> So thank you everybody for joining us live on the show. Um, don't forget you can join the Swinging from the Hip at 8pm every Monday evening. Um, but we might be discussing that as there is a T20 game on at 8pm uh, next next Monday. But we'll discuss that uh, amongst ourselves and let you know what, um, what is going to go on. Um, and uh, we will uh, um, come back to you. Don't forget tomorrow night we'll have the Driving Wall show at 8pm where we'll be talking about um, minor 10 cup players who have not got super contracts, who has been unlucky. Uh, and um, uh, also uh, we'll be talking about uh, players and maybe not getting much game time as well. Uh, and uh, don't forget, at 7 a.m. every single morning, we have got the uh, um, the morning sports briefing, your best way to start the day up to speed with all the important sports news. Thank you very much, Ashwin. Yeah, no worries, and uh, thanks for popping in. And you'll be popping in. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.